All right, welcome everyone to a new episode of the Roscoe's Wetsuit Podcast. I have my buddy back again, Denzel Bolden. Yep. Denzel, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, bro. Good to hear. Well, Denzel, I want to talk to you about you recently dropped a new project, a collaborative project called uh, Shine Suku Yomi, yeah. which I definitely yeah. didn't practice saying a couple times before we got started at all. <laughs> It's better to just freehand it though. Yeah. So you're good. Yeah. Well, tell me, tell me a little about that. Tell me. So, so it's a, it's a project that you've collaborated on with a producer, right? Yep. John Kyoto. Um, How'd you guys link up? Uh, well, we're related. Yeah, bro. So like without him, uh, I probably wouldn't be, have even like gotten this far. Like honestly, because I mean, um, ever since I was little, like I was writing raps and like I was doing talent shows at like my elementary school, like every year. And I think the first year or two, I like did like Bow Wow and like Ludacris. But then after that, up until like sixth grade, um, I was writing my own raps. It was crazy. And like, people were like messing with it, like heavy. Um, it was crazy. Like for like a second grader, could you imagine that writing like a full thing and like rap, like rapping it at the talent show? And then I kind of stopped and uh, wanted to do, like be a basketball player <laughs> starting in like middle school. So I just stopped doing that and then um, quit senior year because I just it wasn't for me. Um, and I feel like I got the ishy end of the stick. Um, and then I went to uh Kyoto's house and uh he was just playing me some stuff because he was rapping and, and like all that and like he had a mixtape and he just threw on a beat and he was like hey just freestyle something and uh I freestyled this song and it was called Caution it was so trash but like huh. at the time he thought it was so good and so we recorded it and then ever since dude just like kept going type of deal so yeah he was the one that kind of like gave me the 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 boost that I needed and like kept gassing me like bro like you're fire and stuff so like that's kind of what gave me the confidence to just like keep going and like four years later here we are so wow that's awesome so when did yeah, he when did he propose to you the idea of doing kind of a, a joint collab project dude it literally just happened so like he kind of like slowed down and like took a break for a little bit and like wasn't really focusing on music he was just kind of focusing on like his life like being up in portland and stuff like that and um he kind of got back into it like mid-summer and um but like he's always been like dope at it right like so like it's not like he just lost it all or anything like that but um just kind of took time away so he started kicking me beats because like i was going crazy like i was um recording like new songs like every week and stuff and just emailing it to him saying what he thought um and um yeah he just started kicking me stuff and he'd send me like a full beat and then I'd get it done that same night and then like um I'd listen to it with fresh ears in the morning like right before work and then I'd just email it back to him and we were just doing this for like a month and a half and like um yeah that's kind of how the project came together like it was done in literally like a month like wow. just sending songs back and forth you'd send the beat and then i'd i'd finish it that night because like i was on like a song a night basically and like um you hear like rappers like bragging like oh like i can make a song in like two hours or like i could i can too but like 
the goal was to make something that had like really good like quality instead of just like a quantity thing so like I was like if I can do like one full song a night but like it was actually like good content I'm good with that you know what I mean because I still was like balancing that and a nine to five so like as soon as I got home after work I'm in that lab like all night until like two or three in the morning every night but yeah I just finishing songs sending them back and forth and um I knew that he was like he's like really into like the Japanese culture and stuff like hence the name Kyoto and stuff and uh yeah so like I and some of the songs that he sent like I I don't know it just kind of happened like I was just uh referencing a lot of anime stuff and like I do my research like in some of the, like the first song on the the project I'm like speaking like saying some Japanese terms and stuff like it's called Princess Mononoke and stuff so yeah that's just kind of how it happened and then we just chose the best songs that like kind of fit the anime theme near like the end and we're just like let's make this like an anime theme project because we haven't seen that in rap yet you know what I mean so right right yeah I was actually gonna ask about that like what I guess what kind of drew you know both of you guys or you know you in particular what drew you into anime and and that whole kind of uh I almost want to call it like a cult I mean it's like not and that, Crazy, like just right. as far as like having a super heavy like like loyal like fan base like people who just love yeah. anime right it's crazy um dude like and i'm still like kind of getting into it um like so i'm not like heavy into it like kyoto is but like um because i was hating on it at first but like um friends and like kyoto just like kept like bringing it up and like pushing it on me and like they're like dude like you just need to like check it out and I was like dude like see like I watched Yu-Gi-Oh growing up I'm sure we all had it on Cartoon Network and like I watched Avatar The Last Airbender but like the real stuff is like where they're speaking in Japanese not in English and stuff like that you know um it just kind of was a thing that just grew on me like I didn't like it overnight but like I just kept watching it and then I just more and more appreciated the art and like the culture and then I just became obsessed with it and that's why I went to Japan um for as long as I did just so I could like really like understand and like get a feel for the culture and stuff it was like the best decision I ever made it was it was great so interesting yeah so what I mean what is it about anime or what what kind of uh like themes did you like see that you could kind of speak on in the music themes yeah or just like what what from the the sort of anime or Japanese culture did you find like particularly interesting where it was like, okay, I want to, I want to like make music about this. Um, they're, um, they, they're just better at everything. <laughs> and like moral wise, like, um, in terms of like culture, like they, their values are just, um, a lot stronger and like more, uh, um, I don't know what the word is, but like compared to America, like everything's just more about like honor and respect. And um, they're just, um, their technology is better. They're more creative. Um, the art is like in itself is iconic. Like you can, you, you can go anywhere, like look at any type of cartoon and I'm sure it'll have some sort of like anime type looking style or like characters, you know what I mean? So um, I don't know why, but like, it's just something 
there's just something about it that kind of just attracts me, I guess, to it. Right. And then how, as far as like, sort of like making music that's sort of like, uh, like heavily influenced by the anime, like you were sort of saying how you're kind of like the first to do that, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, you know, we had, you know, kind of that, that SoundCloud, like, or was, was called mm -hmm. like emo rap, right? Like, you know, that was yeah, like yeah. definitely, you know, a big phase in rap. Like, I wonder, you know, just with like the popularity of, of anime, like spreading to the Western culture, you know, whether we're going to like see, hopefully you, <laughs> you be the leader oh. of a new generation of these anime rappers. Seriously, like, dude, you're already seeing like a bunch of these rappers with profile pictures of anime characters really? or like producers oh dude it's everywhere like all they're all doing it but like they've never watched a lick of anime so it's like really they're dude just copying yeah and like same with the emo rap like i feel like 90 percent of the people that blew up from that they didn't even really like they don't even feel that on a daily you know what i mean like i feel like even juice world um like i was watching this um i follow this a and r on twitter and um he was like mocking people that um, say, um, "Oh, Juice World isn't uh, isn't deep," or um, and blah 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 blah. Um, well, if you listen to the lyrics on, and then he quoted this song, um, he was like, "You can see that Juice World is really just um, um, diving deep into his addiction issues and heartbreak." And literally, all he said was like, "It was like some freestyle, dude." He was like. Um, it's like the perks got me feel, got me feels. You know what you know what that song is on Death Race for Love? Dude, yeah. it's like he's like pop a perk and like uh make her go to work and like it was like as if it was so deep. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, like it's just all kind of like unauthentic. So with the anime project, um, I really wanted to do the culture a service. Like if I'm going like I'm not like the most uh um, like I'm not the biggest expert on it but like I'm I'm open and like I'm trying to have an open mind and like respect enough like if I'm really going to do this I'm going to go all out and attack it like the beats sound um, different in like in like an anime vibe the lyrics do like um, and we'll talk about Shine Tsukuyomi in a little bit but like some of the songs like they really do like that whole culture like a, a service in my opinion like we we really didn't pull back any punches hmm. and like i could have just like put the album cover as us of anime characters and then just talked about some regular american shit like guns cars chains you know but like we don't need that like we don't need that you it's know what i mean we don't have to do that it's already been done like who cares about that you know what i mean like I, I if i'm gonna do this i have to contribute something you know what i mean or else i'm not gonna make a song i'm not gonna put out a song that has no substance i'm not i'm just not right right so that's so how i it, feel about it interesting so it's, it's both the beats and the lyrics that take influence from that japanese sort Absolutely. of style okay yeah. awesome yeah and you know, you kind of talked about this. I do want to jump in and talk about a few songs. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, I think my, my personal favorite, you know, after giving the album several uh, listens is definitely the, uh, I thought we were having fun song. Yeah. Interlude. I, yep. I, I, so I have some ideas as far as, you know, sort of what that song means. Uh, but I'd love to hear it from you first. Um, and just 
sort of uh, sort of discuss that. Um, so there's um, a few songs on the project that weren't going to make it, um, but last minute it was kind of a thing where like, um, for a while I don't think I'm going to be doing a project. I think I'm just going to be um, pushing singles for now. Um, just because I feel like now nowadays, like even the hottest rappers out, like you don't hear everyone talking about every song. Like if anything, they're um, especially like for the normal audience who aren't like die hard, like they need all the music news. They're just so in love with like the what everything that goes into making music. They just listen to it just, you know, because they're just an average everyday person that just wants to listen to music. They're not going to be like, oh, my God, I need to start from start to finish and they just want to choose the hottest songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, putting this album together, there was a couple of songs that fit the vibe and like the tone, like the dark, eerie, melodic kind of stuff, but not necessarily um, had anything to do with like anime. So like we were going for a dark, melodic um, theme, um, like vibe as well, as well as like mainly anime, but um, like Tiger Stripes, it's not too touchy on um it's that's more of like a strip club joint like i honestly think that could go it's just so different but that song i thought we were having fun um but yeah so for that song it's uh not too like um anime related but um and that's kyoto on that track by the way like that's the one song where there's no features it's just him and he produced it as well um but it's just like it's just a deep look into I don't know his feels I guess like he's he's literally saying like I thought we were having fun like I I ain't never had no one type of deal it's like kind of like he was played you know what I mean so uh-huh. um, yeah it's pretty self-explanatory that one did you guys uh, so that you were saying Tiger Stripes is the one he was solely on so you guys both were on I thought we were having fun right um no no um I was I was on all the other songs except for I thought we were having having fun. That's like Kyoto's uh, interlude, basically. Yeah, I which see. is really cool. It's like it adds, you know, a, a little bit more depth to it, you know, because I'm like on the whole thing except for that one song. It's kind of like like a, a step away for a second. I think it's cool. So. I think it's very cool. No, it's it's yeah, definitely yeah. unique and and just like the theme of that. I thought we were having fun. What did you say the second part was? He's like. Um, I ain't never had no one. He's nice. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like, it's in, it almost reminds me a little of like how other artists, it's just like the style of like saying these like very like deep, dark things, but in sort of like catchy ways, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I can think of like Nailed countless it. rap examples, but yeah, yeah. 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 And it Nailed sounds it. really nice, but it's like, then you like take in the meaning and it's like, whoa. Yeah, you got to listen to it a couple of times. Like, he's talking about real stuff. Right. Nice. Yeah. Right. Well, tell me about <clears throat> so the the title track, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Shine Tsukuyomi. Yeah. Tell me a little about that was one that, I mean, that the beat there is really interesting. Yeah, dude. I mean, it sounds like you're the literally, yeah, there's like four switch ups. And like, it literally sounds like you're going to like, you're at the gates of heaven and like, you're in the clouds and like the sun's like shining and stuff like it that's how I that's what I visualize it's just like really like I don't know it's it's crazy but um the 
the whole story like that whole song in itself um it's just like a double entendre so shine shine Sukiyomi, um in the anime um naruto or naruto um there is um a, a plot in um, one of the episodes where um the villain or one of the villains um there's a something he's trying to uh do something called the the infinite sukiyomi and like it's basically he thinks it's good right he he's trying to get everyone um to like stop committing crimes and stuff and by he um and like just like basically his own form of world peace and the way that he's going to do that is by making all normal citizens look up at this moon for eternity just to like stop all like conflict and stuff you know what i mean and obviously the good the actual good heroes in the in the show they it should be like a free will type of deal right um so that's where like the sukiyomi comes from also the double entendre part about it is um the famous japanese legend is uh um sukiyomi means uh uh the moon um hmm. and the 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 legend is uh that uh so Sukiyomi is like the moon god and uh he was in love with um the um the sun goddess i forgot what her name is um he killed um the sun goddess's best friend ukemochi that's why i say i come from the moon like my name Sukuyomi. i kill a nigga like he ukemochi because Sukuyomi in the legend he killed um ukemochi and that's the goddess of food that's why i say eat the uh i eat up for breakfast like you ukemochi because uh ukemochi is the the goddess the goddess of food right dude you so, need you need this song on genius like that this is gonna like fly over like crazy? everyone's head yeah, dude, yeah right exactly right. And, um, i mean it's so, gonna be catchy still but yeah they're gonna yeah. be like singing along but they're gonna be like i don't get what this means yeah so and then um in the legend because Sukiyomi killed Ukemochi, um, the sun goddess wants nothing to do with Sukuyomi anymore because you killed my best friend. Like, that's it, right? So um, I guess, like, the, the theory is the reason why the, there's a night and there's a day and they are ne there's never, like, an in-between. They're always on the opposite sides is because Su um, the sun goddess went completely as far away as she could from Sukuyomi like on the other side of, I guess, like the the world, I guess, you know what I mean? So, um, and that's to punish Sukuyomi so that they can never see each other again. That's why like the, the moon shines on its own and then the sun sh shines on its own. So um, the next line I say after, eat up for breakfast like a ukimochi, I pissed her off and now I'll never see the day again. Cause the sun is like the day and like, you know what I mean? So it, it's crazy. Like I really like, broke down like the whole legend type of deal yes yeah yeah dude honestly that it almost kind of takes me back to like like older hip-hop where it was like so much more about the the lyricism rather than now yes. where i think it's like gravitated like a lot more towards the beats and and mm -hmm. and just sort of like the melodies which which is like totally cool like i i enjoy yeah, yeah. the state of of current hip-hop but it's like that level of like depth in the lyrics is like something that i mean i remember back like you know listening to you know like eminem or something you know you like 
he he like has so many like double entendres and like so much right. to unpack in each lyric. So I think it's cool like what you're doing there with, you know, because it's like it it's something like you can, and I got this too, even not understanding like like this story whatsoever. But it's like you you listen to this project and it's like it's not like you get it the first time or like. You, yeah that's the surface but then each listen you're like getting more and more stuff yeah and, and then um, actually like having this conversation now i'm like un being able to actually it's understand like another layer. yeah yeah exactly yeah. and i think that the special thing about what i'm trying to do is um i don't know about you personally like eminem's a goat obviously and like i guess um like that that type of like hip-hop paved the way but like um, in terms of like what people I feel like want nowadays is like catchiness. Mm -hmm. um, like they don't want like no 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 no. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm I feel like I'm giving the best of both worlds. Like poppy, catchy lyrics, but so like you can listen to that in the clubs. You can, the the high school kids can listen to it passing around the Oxford. But mm -hmm. for um, the other side that cares about substance and stuff, there's that too. So it's like you get catchy and you get substance. So it's, it kind of like feeds like both, uh, um, I, you know, like, I don't even know what the word is, but yeah. Um, preferences. No, that no, makes so, sense. Did you like have that like preconceived idea coming in, like that you wanted to, to do that, both make like substance along with like catchy music is, or is that, did that, um, do you just like make the music and then realize, Oh damn, like this is catchy and has substance no everything's in, intentional i feel like um it, it has more so to do with my morals i feel like like there's just too much uh i just feel like music isn't being taken serious by a lot of the talented artists like they don't really care but like um if i'm gonna contribute or like make a footprint um it the best thing i can do to like really like impact people and like to to make sure that my stuff lasts is have some content. You know what I mean? Because like micro, it's so microwavable nowadays, like all these songs, like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, famous decks, like, no, I'm not like, like he's a great artist, but like a lot of these artists, like these new, they're not talking about anything. So like, I feel like you, it's something that you can go back to. I can't go back to a lot of the, the number one songs that are out in like two years i'm not gonna care about it you know what i mean mm -hmm. i mean yeah it'll be nice in the clubs but like no one's i mean that's just like background music at that right. point you, know what I mean? you want something that that's gonna last the test of time i want to invoke the re the reason why i am making songs is because i want to grasp people's attention and i want to invoke an emotion like i want you to actually feel something like i don't want you to just play it and be like, oh yeah, that's a good song, and that's it. Like, no, I want there to be like more purpose. Like, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Like, where yeah. certain certain songs can like transport you back to like certain experiences or like times you like heard the song, like you heard the song for the first time, or you were listening, you you know, shuffling it on some road trip, or yeah, like yeah, man, absolutely. I think I think like uh, songs and and memory are like so interconnected, like that. Yeah. A Tokyo Ghoul. What stands out to you about that, that track? Um, the vocal, like that, instantly comes in. Obviously, I feel like that just like 
grasps you because like you think it's going one way and then like every like with that that beautiful like eerie guitar and then like it all cuts out and like all you hear is that like sweet like sounds like like a like a haiku or like a hymn you know what I mean um the verses is what really stands out especially like the second verse um there's just tons of like double entendres um that relate to like anime references as well like um i in the second verse i said there's two sides to me but i'm not udamichi udamichi is a famous like it's not really talked about in terms of like popularity for um like an anime show this anime show and udamichi is like the main character and he's um the whole theme is he's got um split personalities so i said there's two sides to me but i'm not udamichi my mind is so unstable. That's why you complete me. Cause he's like a, like a schizophrenic. Yeah. Wow. So That's like, awesome. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then I said, this isn't just an act. My name ain't Jimbo Miki. And, and uh, uh, Miki Jimbo is like her actual name, but like, she's a famous actress um, in Japan. I just changed huh. it to Jimbo Miki because it rhymes, you know, but yeah, right. Miki Jimbo is an actual like actress that's famous in Japan. And then I could be a king and, you'll be my Khaleesi that's Game of Thrones <laughs> but yeah Man, it's just it's like your all double entendres yeah there's so. layers there's oh yeah layers. yeah interesting so huh okay so basically this project you know it seems like you guys definitely like did something that wasn't you know hadn't previously been been done right as far as like yeah. this anime sort of rap yeah um do you think like you'll continue with it or kind absolutely. of absolutely yeah there Is will be a part two but like um further down the line like people gotta um we we gotta get like our foot in the door like we gotta gain a little bit more traction like get more eyes to where then we can follow up but right now we're just focusing on singles and we have a lot of like crazy stuff like a lot of crazy stuff so so we're gonna see more collaborations between both you guys oh yeah dude we've got so many songs and then i have um, a bunch of songs of my own because i produce too yeah um, and like i'm always in there like making new stuff um like I, like we were talking earlier but um, um i just finished another song like last night in, like three hours it's nice produced by kyoto so like we got tons of tracks that are just coming in so wow that's awesome yeah um sweet man we'll look forward to hearing those uh i want to talk a little about you know what something you briefly touched on earlier but as far as you know in the musical community we just lost you know one of the young legends juice world you know that's i was super like shocked and just I, i don't know it just seems so bizarre uh, to hear, you know, that he died. Couldn't believe uh, it. Couldn't believe it. I mean, because this, this guy is like, you'd be hard pressed to, you know, walk into, you know, a restaurant or, or cafe or whatever without, you know, hearing Lucid Dreams or, you know, mm-hmm. in some Uber or something and hearing it on the radio. It's like he he had elevated to a level of stardom, like, that was like crazy. And, and yeah. he was what? 20, he had just turned 21 just turned 21 yeah that's crazy man um 
I knew that he wasn't, um, um, he was definitely like about what he was talking about in terms of like the drug use and stuff like that. Um, and I just think it's crazy how, um, he literally said in an interview that like he did that be like, he started all that because of future, just listening to him, like started sipping lean and <laughs> all that stuff. Like, um, that's super unfortunate. You know what I mean? Um, it just, it reminds you that like, I feel like we, when you get to like that kind of level, like you just feel like they're so safe. Cause it's, it's very rare that like a celebrity is gone. Like they always got security, uh, basically everything to like all the, um, the tools necessary to make sure that they're like living their best life. So yeah, like sometimes we kind of forget that they're, they literally bleed the same way as us. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good point you bring up as far as like, I mean, I had read the the same thing. I think I sent that to you about, you know, future or, or juice world, like, you know, explaining that is why he, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to first start doing those sort of drugs was because who he was listening to, you know, growing up uh, being yep. future and futures talking about, talking about it. And uh, in a large part, I think glorifying it, I think like different different artists have different degrees of like, how much they they say like you know they're glorifying the drug use just saying like oh you know i'm i'm you know sipping all these pints of lean like you know like as a stunt sort of thing versus like artists i feel like um you know sort of like x or like trippy red juice world like people who are kind of like the uh this sort of emo uh emo rap sort of phase where it's like they're not talking about it as like we're doing drugs to get higher they're talking about like we're doing drugs to like try to get through this pain yeah to cope to cope yeah yes i don't know i mean it's weird because it's like i think the fans like can really like we've talked about this before as far as like authenticity right where it's like people Mm -hmm. can really tell you know if the artists are being like authentic you know if they're like you can't fool the people you can't fool the people right and it's like i mean it felt so truthful like in the music that juice world was making like it it felt like he was going through this pain and he was like you know having the struggle with drugs but at the same time it's like you could easily just dismiss that like oh you know he's just talking about it because all these other artists are talking about it Mm -hmm. and maybe you know and he's just kind of like pretending but like he i mean from what it sounds like, he really was pretty heavily caught up in that. Yeah. Um, that's like a, that's a very like, um, I guess, debatable um, subject. I mean, maybe not for a lot of people, but for me, um, I never really like got the um, the vibe or like the notion that like Juice World was very depressed or like maybe heartbroken because we've all gone through that, you know, but, um, um, I, you know, like, uh, there's a lot of those artists that like touch on that stuff that I don't think, um, go through that on a daily, maybe like the drug stuff, but like, um, the other, like, um, emotional side of it. I don't believe that like most of them are really about what they're talking about. Like, if anything, they're just, like, freestyling it so that 
they can like fill the next line in the song type of deal. Um, really? You think even that's how even, I feel. Even with people like who connect with the music so much, like we were just talking about, like you can't fool the people. So like if they're just like saying stuff to just like just to say it, but they have like all these hardcore, you know, diehard fans, like how how's that add up? That's true. Um, I don't know. I just feel like um that's just my personal opinion. Um, but you do got a point. Um, like especially lucid dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that's how I've like literally ever since I heard about um specifically like Juice World, like um the drug thing, yeah, that was believable. Um, but like in terms of like I'm just he doesn't really talk about like yeah, I guess he does talk about like being depressed deeply and stuff. Like the only one that I really like could just immediately tell the authenticity was X though. Like Juice World, I feel like he when he first came out, I really felt like he was just like he just worshipped X. Like I really felt like he was just following that guy, honestly. Interesting. That's just that's just me though. I mean, I could be wrong, absolutely. I don't know what that man went through. I mean, but, as far as a, as far as a timeline, it did seem like pretty pretty soon after X blew up that Juice World kind of got on the scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. and talking about the same stuff, I was like, right. really? Like, I didn't get it until later. Like, I didn't I didn't really care about him as an artist until later. Right. Well, I think I think one of his things. I don't know if this would have happened with X or not, but with Juice World, it was like, and this was just starting to happen you know, where we saw it was like he was sort of crossing over cross genres, you know, mm-hmm. into like the pop genre. But, you know, he was like making songs with who was it, like Ellie Golding and, you know, just like these radio. I mean, Lucid Dreams. Yeah, that song's fire, too. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. Fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good song. Mm-hmm. But it's like that. I don't see like someone like X. Like what I see unique about Juice World is the fact that he is touching on these like substance abuse and like mental health issues in such like a pop music context. Cause it's like, X was, like, I don't know what it would have happened with X. And fortunately we don't know what would have happened with juice world either, but mm-hmm. I feel like X always sort of like had that, you know, like really, really core fan base, but it wasn't like, it didn't seem like he was aspiring to be like, all over the billboard charts right like true i mean i don't know he did have a pretty that album i think went number one like 17 or whatever Mm -hmm. but it didn't seem like he was trying to appeal to like like a super pop audience right like yeah i think it would have been interesting like if juice world you know had you know hadn't died and continued making music whether we would like you know basically whether that would change you know like get people talking just in in like pop music as far as like mm-hmm. the drugs and the you know depression and stuff because as we've talked about it's like huge issues like facing society and i think a lot of rap is just like you know basically airing those issues out you know yeah for better or worse but just talking about like what's going on yeah there's like there's definitely a reason why um when you go on Apple Music, I don't really do Spotify that much. Um, I have both, but I'm mainly on Apple Music. When you go to like the playlist and you go to global like top 100 songs, 
the first like 50 year rap like not even taylor swift is in that top 50 played Mm. like rap is like just the most prominent genre as much as like i feel like blogs hate it um or like those youtube channels that have like millions of subscribers that um like post pop music and stuff like they're just really against rap like you can just um you can like see that in their bios like it's so just prevalent like how um popular that genre is like it's 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 just um undeniable at this point Mm -hmm. yeah and it's crazy i mean looking at like some of the biggest like like rap artists like take a group like migos like we're like they're talking about very like you know sort of street shit like not yeah not stuff that's like you would think of as like commercial like pop music yet it's going you hear it everywhere in clubs restaurants like it's 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 everywhere like it's not even it's like become like uh like sort of like boundless as far as like age like Mm -hmm. everywhere man like you hear people like listening to the music Um, it's just the wave man it's so nice like that's why i um i don't know man like the people that really like hate on like the new age and all that stuff like that's fine like music at the end of the day like you really don't know what's the there is nothing better than the other because it's all opinion like it's literally an an industry based upon opinions that's it there's no facts um in terms of like what song is better than the other it's all opinions right preference right um when people like hate on like this new genre like or like the like the new like type of like hip-hop now compared to like the stuff that had like um a lot of substance and that was um very conscious i personally in my opinion i just feel like what we're doing now um and like how much it's progressed is so much better and like so much uh farther ahead than what was done back then like we're like the the drums are better like the the technology like the like with the bass and all that stuff like we literally have just like it's evolved into something so great that like even pop songs like have those hip-hop drums now like um and like those those hip-hop type of um melodies and stuff like for like vocally like it that's just um i just feel like music is um and like hip-hop is like at the the best place it's ever been like we're now singing on on songs but like in a rapping way and i feel like the only the only difference between like it being a pop song and um a rap song like but like they both sing is just the lyrical content like juice world can um he'll say like something that sounds like a pop record but like the lines are like specifically go over your head whereas like a regular pop song like justin bieber it's just um you love me can't put anyone else above me it's just like kindergarten rhymes you know Mm -hmm. but like um you know what i mean but like to differentiate what's a pop song and a rap song like you can still sing but like if there's lyrical content with like double entendres that's basically what made rap that's how that's how i see it you know what i mean it's like nav he's never done a a, he's never rapped a lick in his career that we've heard right it's like all just singing but like it's um the the content is like double entendres 
So I think that's what mm-hmm. why people categorize him as, as a rapper. You know what I mean? Would yeah, you? That's that's how would, I saw it. So I was just having a conversation with a buddy the other day. Would you characterize Post Malone as a rapper or like a no. pop star? Um, just based upon what I've said, he literally sounds like just kindergarten rhymes. Like it's just pop. It's just regular yeah. pop music. Yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's like weird because like he was like headlining, you know, I went to uh, Rolling Loud in LA last year and it was like, he was headlining like the last day and it was just like, what? Like it, yeah, it's because he it, hangs it just around blacks and he did the white Iverson before, but like, um, I, I want you out of my head. I want you out of my bed. It's now that this total pop, 100% pop. He's not a rapper. There's no lyrical content or substance, no double entendres. It's just pop to me. That's how right. I feel. So, thing is, he's got all the face tats so he can like blend in with that too. The emo it's rappers, like, he's all over the place, man. To be honest <laughs> with you, he's cool though. But yeah. yeah, one of the things you had mentioned earlier just like prompted this question. Like, as far as your own music, how much of it is when you make a you know make a song? Do you know that it's going to be you know what what it you know uh, either either throw away or a keeper or like how much do you rely on other people's advice or their input on a song or is it like you just like know like okay this is the one or this you know this is going to be on this project or like stuff like that that's a good question like like how do i determine what's like a special record and what's not type of deal well well, sort of that but also like how how much do other people's opinions weight in like kind of on the on those sort of decisions as far as like what that's a that's a great question um i'll start by saying like um i it'd be nice if like one of these songs took off already so that i could trust my ear a little bit more but um when i'm making a song and like um the first half of like your question um like how do i determine like what is something that really is um stands out and like something that i really am confident in um i'll just weigh it against like um all technicalities i can think of like all its qualities like all right does this is this something that people could sing along to um um, how big of a record could this be in terms of catchiness like does it have cuss words and like i feel like if you didn't cuss in a song there's more of a chance for it to like be huge like even bigger Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um i just weigh in a bunch of different things um yeah that that's basically and um yeah i don't know that's that's kind of how i i go about it what was the other half of your question i'm sorry uh just as far as like other people's opinion on the music Uh, whether like say you make a song that you like think it came out really great but then it's like people are telling you you know certain feedback they don't like it like how how much does that influence like how you make your music um it doesn't um because i um uh, with the small sample size i have of people that do listen and like my stuff um i i just i trust i trust what i'm doing like or else i shouldn't be making stuff if i don't believe in my own work first of all second of all something that i've learned with like um submitting like songs to blogs and like just constantly seeing that they're denying and stuff um 
that doesn't matter to me because the gatekeepers of like the people like the a and r's the people that um are editors for these blogs that write the stories about these artists and stuff they're people that um like they've they've never made a song you know what i mean so i can't like really if i'm seeing a lot i've i've been denied constantly constantly and i probably still will until i i find a breakthrough but um it's just like what what kind of what heat have you made you know what i mean like you're you talking about like made like in order like to what? get like an album review um not an what album review just like a, a song premiere to like someone to okay. like blog it or post it on youtube i just constantly keep getting stuff denied which is fine but like um it doesn't like make me want to uh like change what i'm doing type of deal um i might pitch a different song because i feel like if you're really going to do this uh you can't just be a one-trick pony or else you're just going to die out um i feel like i can do a bunch of different things so like maybe next time i'll pitch a different song that's like more tailored to something that they would approve more likely you know what i mean but um in terms of like oh man like maybe i'm just not good or maybe this song is i don't do that because for one i got to trust my ear or because everyone has to believe in themselves you know what i mean like the only difference between russ and some random guy from like the town that we grew up in that's trash is i mean they both probably think their stuff is hot you know what i mean like everyone thinks what they're making is mm -hmm. hot so like we all have to believe in our own stuff but um in terms of like people that are the gatekeepers like they most of the time have never made anything themselves so it's like you can't tell me anything they told Kanye no. They told Jay-Z no. You know what I mean? It's, that's just what it comes down to. So right. it is what it is. Right. Well, I mean, it makes sense just with anything, but music in particular, like you don't, you don't want to be ever like making music to try to fit or, like some mold or like, like make something right. you think other people will like. No. I think like one of the interesting things I remember, I was watching one of the interviews Young Thug did um after the so much fun album and he was explaining it he was like all of the other music that he says he's put out was music for him he was like you know he was like mm. selfish or not in a bad yeah. way but it was just stuff he loved and he was like so much fun is like the first project i've released where it's like this this is like the stuff he knows everyone else will love mm. and i was like thinking to myself like it's got to be an interesting perspective change because it's like he probably knew, I mean that's like what he's saying is like he knew people were going to love this in a way that was so massive I mean like it's blown up I mean his he's basically turned into practically a pop star yeah. um, you know I think in large part because of you know an album like this right like it, yeah. it catapulted him to another level yet was it sort of like disingenuous, right? Like how he sort of deviated from like his own sort of style of like making stuff for himself? Or like, what do you think about that? Um, maybe his goal was just to like go for the placements and go for number one because that was his first number one record. Right. Maybe that was his goal. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's like, like before he didn't care about that and like this time it was about like getting to that next level um, right so. but it's like i wonder if you can get like 
you know, if you can get a number one record or, or number one album, like based just off having an amazing body of work, or if you need to really like tailor it to the audience, you know, like. That's a good question. Um, and honestly, we'll, we'll probably like, we'll probably never know, honestly, like, cause no one really makes that, uh, um, um, prevalent in like what they're, um, like when I guess in interviews and like when they're talking about songs, like I'm, I instantly, like when you were just, um, asking that question, I was thinking about Billie Eilish and, uh, her, um, her sound is very unique in terms of like it's pop but it's so minimalistic and it's dark too um and it just like it's all like very uh um it's like a very quiet tone like the the bad guy song like nah, nah, uh, 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 uh. and it's like got all those like extra vocals and stuff like that it just sounds really dark and like um it's really cool i don't know if we don't know like if in her mind she was like just doing what she thought sounded good and like she just has pop roots because we're all influenced by something maybe like she just grew up listening to popular culture music and but like still stayed true to herself and that's what came out or like she went in with intention we'll we'll never know it could just be that she was like for me i feel like uh um i grew up um like the things that i like to listen to wasn't like that um underground or conscious type of like rap or um, it was mainly just like popular culture type of music i was listening to call me maybe i was listening to blue carpet treatment by snoop dogg like artists that like their stuff was like on tv and stuff so like and all that stuff that's on tv kind of has like a universal sound where it's like singing with like catchy hooks mm -hmm. and that's basically it you know what i mean and like we all learn off of someone like it's just kind of like how a baby learns to speak like you just like take in all this stuff mm -hmm. so that's kind of what happens like with artists i feel like like you're just growing up listening to all the stuff that you like some kind of way it's influencing your sound you know what i mean so oh, of course maybe yeah. she didn't have any intention to oh i'm gonna sound uh i want to like really uh break the industry so i'm gonna sound like this maybe she was just listening to all that popular music on tv and then but like was still like just added her own taste to it type of deal right that's yeah. probably what a lot of people do you know what i mean yeah I'm i mean sure i think it's mixture but yeah i think as long as it's original it's cool it's it's when yeah. it gets to be like you know certain artists doing something and it's like all these other artists you can just tell like have copied so much of the the style whether that be like the like the vocal sort of tonality or like the the beats or like it just or even within artists like where i think especially with this like sort of age of streaming it's like you know sort of the like what the opposite of what we were talking about earlier where a lot of like popular music i think has gotten where it's quality or quantity rather over quality, you know, where it's like these 25 out, you know, 25 song Spotify albums, you know, just like, you know, it's meant for, for, for platforms like Spotify where you can just stream it uh, yeah. where it makes them more money, you know, having more songs. So 
I don't know. You know, it's it's and I feel like with those songs they can get like just they're just basically the same. You know, like a lot of seemingly just throwaways. Um, you know, it's just similar beats, similar similar everything. So I don't know, but I think it's cool what you uh you know what you're doing as far as trying to integrate that uh you know that yeah. influence that Japanese influence into into oh, the yeah, music into a westernized sort of you know rap being a westernized thing but but integrating the japanese uh style into it so yeah i'm just trying to contribute man like trying to you're going to be remembered more for like just trying to step out of the box and it working than just like oh man he's got a hit song but it like sounds like everything else it just happened to be a one of those catchy ones you know like i'm trying to like separate myself you know what i mean Right, so, and it for the long haul, or else I shouldn't be doing it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need another artist that just makes good songs. Like, we need someone that, you know, like if you look at your your um, music library right now, like you have a specific artist. Like, if you just click on your artist page and like you go through all the artists on your phone, there's you're more than likely there's not one artist that sounds like another artist. Like, I listen to Migos specifically because they're nice at like talking about what they talk about like just trapping and like with the triplet flow uh triplet flow mm -hmm. and then i'm i'm i have x in my um in my library specifically because he's going to talk about those dark topics to like get me through like a certain mood mm -hmm. and over like guitars or something like that like i'm gonna listen to um trippy because his sound sounds a little bit different like everyone has like a different sound. I don't need two Drake's. I don't need two X's. I don't need two Migos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, that's, I think that's the only way that you're going to actually stick around. Um, something else really quick that I wanted to um, talk about when you were, you were saying um, yeah. making uh, songs like for someone else. Like, I feel like once you get to a certain point in your career, um, unless you're Kanye West, um, I actually have a great point about him, but um, you just kind of start making stuff like it's like a job, like you're you're serving the people. Like I literally just heard a snippet from <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, and he was trying to sound like the baby. It was so bad. <laughs> I seriously, it was so bad, dude. I was um, it yeah, it was it was awful. Like I feel like he's just at that huge level to where it's like he's just trying to serve people. Like if I'm just gonna be at if I was were to ever be at that level. I'm I'm not just going to throw something out just to throw something out. I'm just going to disappear. Like I'm going to each, each project that I release is going to have intention. Like um, something that I was um, talking to a few people about, about um, Kanye West. This is a young people industry, right? Like everyone that we care about is like um, mid twenties, early, uh, late teens, you know, like around the 19 to like, 27 at most like we we think like we don't care but it really is a thing for people that's hot it's a young people's industry right sure why why is kanye west um the only rapper that's not doesn't fit that he's 40 something years old he's got kids he's got a wife so he's not some single guy talking about all these things well he is but um <laughs> he is still someone that like us kids like um, um, our age and like 15 year olds we're still like anything that he 
is doing, we're, we're still awaiting his next move. I feel like he's one of the only rappers for his age group that like the youth care about. You know what I mean? And why is that? Because each project, he just comes with something different. Like he's the only person that could get a 15 year old regular kid. That's probably like an, let's say that he's an atheist. He can say, Hey, I'm going to drop an, a Jesus album, a gospel album. And kids are actually going to listen. Like he's the only person that could have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes, it kind of makes you feel like, man, dude, like, I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence. Like we'll never really know until we go. But like in terms of like destiny and like purpose or is like, is this all just like natural selection or is it just like a matter of just connections and like, it's all about who you know. And like, they just so happen to be born in the right city to like know the right people to get to their position. But like something like that, like I would have never suspected that he was just going to get rid of um, everything he's done with like, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which is a raunchy ass album to just be like you know what i'm just going to get rid of that and just dedicate my life to god now and make a god album and we actually still care to listen i feel like um he's he had to be like for if if destiny or like god exists or any of those kind of things like in terms of purpose it had to be him because he was the only one that was going to be able to get um people that don't care about that attention you know what i mean mm -hmm. I don't yeah know. i mean he definitely He's like directs yeah he definitely like directs a lot of people like where like like where kind of pop culture goes i think absolutely like and also like with each of those like big projects i mean each of the albums he drops i feel like there's oftentimes like where he like disappears basically like before that, you know, it's like, you know, now people put out projects like every six months, every year, you know, if, if someone hasn't put out a project in a year, it feels like a while, Yeah, you know, with these big artists, but it's like Tanya, I mean, it was always like three year gap, two year gap, you know, I love it. Like, yeah. And it's like, he just went away for that amount of time, but then, you would hear like the stories and it was like that incredible like trip to Hawaii, you know, basically where he flew out like everyone that yeah. was recording that album. Like he flew everyone planes, out. Yeah. They had the entire like three studios rented out or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, he had rules like no cell phones, no social media, like no, you like serious. dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like stuff like that it makes sense that it took something like that in order to create like that crazy of an album. Like yeah. if, if everyone was just like, if they were recording that, you know, in, in LA or, you know, in wherever he lives now, Calabasas or something with, yeah. with the Kardashians or whatever, but like, he's not going to find that kind of like inspiration or, or have that sort of like cohesion between all the artists, you know, like people coming and going like, He's just very good at, I feel like, like set, you know, formulating a team that is like 100% committed to the project. Yeah. And, or like using people um, to the best of their abilities. Like there's a difference between if Kanye were to get the baby on one of Kanye's songs compared to just like um, a, a trippy red featuring the baby song. It's mm -hmm. just going to be an, a, all right, here's the hook. 
here's Trippy's part, here's the hook again, and then here's the baby's part. Kanye West, it might be like he might use the baby for like like have like some gospel choir and then the baby's just doing his spitting and then it drops and then another crazy artist it comes in and does what they do best. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. uh, him and Travis Scott are great at utilizing um basic artists and I'm not, i don't mean that disrespectfully but like we know what the baby's gonna do you know what i mean he's just gonna rap over a trap beat that's it um but him and uh travis scott they're good at using those artists that just we know what they're predictable artists in ways that we just would have never guessed like chief keith on hold my liquor on uh Yeezus. yeah you know what i mean dude like we're, we're waiting for the beat to drop. We're waiting to hear gunshots. We're waiting to hear ad lib. And like, there was no, hardly any drums in that song. You know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy how he utilized someone that we normally know how his song's going to go. There's just no, there's no like surprise. You know what right. I mean? So like, right. there's only two people that I've heard in, in this uh, genre that can really utilize someone in a crazy way, like out of their realm. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely definitely has that special ability. Yeah. For sure. Well listen, man, I wanna I wanna wrap this up, but um, you know, again, for those people who don't know, tell tell me a little as far as how people can listen to your music or find out more. Um Spotify, Apple Music, just um at nobody. Um Shine Sukiyomi, you can look it up on YouTube, um, all the streaming services, SoundCloud as well. Um, just John Kyoto, or you can look up Shine Sukiyomi because there's nothing else titled Shine Sukiyomi. <laughs> so it should be pretty easy. Um, Instagram, just at nobody loves you, and nobody is K-N-O-W, like knowledge, nobody. Um, and then Twitter's just at nobody loves me. So right yeah. on. Sweet. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show again today, Dan. Thanks um, for having me, my guy. Yeah, if you guys are interested, uh, if you like today's show, go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube. We're Roscoe's Wetsuit. Um, on Instagram, it's Roscoe's Wetsuit Podcast. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. So if you want to listen to the video, uh, video version, YouTube, uh, audio versions on all those other platforms. So go check us out. All right. Have a good night, Denz. Yeah, you